Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Heart on the Mic. We are a show where we talk about life experiences that play a significant role in who we are today and are shameless about telling our stories, all because we know the true value of speaking up. Thank you so much for tuning in today. In this week's episode, I continue the conversation with my sisters about our upbringing, and we also talk about... um, an experience that really changed the whole dynamic of my family. It shook us and it brought so much gratitude and awareness. So I'm just going to dive right into where we left off. If I know you have mom's perspective and you have mom's perspective to me, it's like, who has my dad's perspective? I need to bring my dad's perspective to the table. I always thought that I had dad's back to the point where mom even told me like, you, you have your dad's back over mine all the time. And I think that is when I was like, yeah, like I can't argue. argue." And in that journal, I was telling you about that dad, you know, gave to me where I was saying, (laughs) when is she going to leave this guy? Even in that journal, I had wrote like. I know I always have my dad's back, but this time, like, oh, wow. I just can't. Like, See, I've always been mom's, like, yeah, counter. You know what I mean? I've always, I mean, now that I'm adult, we have realized that I'm literally mom, mom. 2.0. Yeah. Um, but I think I have mom's back because I can understand most of the things. Yeah. I feel like me knowing that, exactly and mom expressing to me like priscilla doesn't understand she's always going to have your dad's back no matter what like has caused me to come to my mom in a different approach and say hey mom i'm here to hear both of you guys out no she doesn't but you know yolanda has your back 100 (laughs) percent. like mom could be somebody has to you know the reason understand dad i think for me just reflecting back Um, like we were talking in the beginning two hours ago, um, when we, as growing up, there's pictures where I can look at when I was little and mom always tells me like, dad had you always when I was little. And I look at pictures. I don't have any pictures with mom as little. All my pictures are with dad. She said, no matter where he went, he would take me. Um, if he had to take the bus somewhere, he was taking me on the bus with him. Mom worked at worked at Orangewood um, in the laundry department when I was little, maybe like one or two years old or whatever. Mom said that Dad would get wake up every morning, make sure I was fed, did my hair, got me dressed, and made sure I always looked nice. And um, and then I think maybe at some point I just was so close to Dad, and then Dad went to working, and then like like you said, we always had this thought that dad wasn't around but he was it was just in those those quick moments so I felt like I maybe I felt like I lost dad in that Mm -hmm. sense so I would always I remember growing up mom would always I would always tell mom like I want to see more of dad I want to spend time with dad and mom would always tell me write him a letter write him a letter and then um (laughs) and then I like I would write letters but dad was always working and um Wow, that's so weird. I think that comes to you being in your room all the time then because you, like, 
had such a strong relationship with dad that maybe you didn't know how to get through it with yeah. mom. Because that's what I do remember in my childhood is not playing with you guys, but being with the cousins that were with us, like yeah. that mom and dad were taking care of. You never played with but me. But like, <laughs> I, I don't ever recall. I like, just always remember you, you being in your room and to yourself, and maybe that had to do with like a dad dynamic of like yeah. you waiting for dad to get home to like eat dinner with him or something mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. You were like hopeful for dad. Yeah. And I was resenting dad. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So I felt like I wanted more of dad, more of his time. So I'd always side with him because I felt like I was always with mom. Yeah. That and that's sense. why I sided with mom always is because that's all you knew. Yeah. And like mine was more resentment. Like I grew up listening to mom crying in the shower. Yeah. For whatever. Now we know mentally, mentally things were hurting her. Yeah. I, I think that's where my siding came from was, oh my God, why is mom crying in the shower? You know? That's funny because I don't ever recall that. I literally told Aldair last week, like, you don't realize, like, I grew up listening to my mom crying in the shower. Like, that was a normal for me. Wow. I don't know if that's because Vanessa was off playing with every primo, but... Yeah. I, I don't think our dynamic as sisters, I mean, at least for me, I don't think I was, like... Not that I wasn't open to it, but I was up to receiving it. It was until after high school. Like, I don't ever recall playing with you guys. I don't ever recall, like, going to the neighbor's house. It was weird. Like, I, I don't have any childhood memories. Like, because you were always you busy. You always had an extracurricular activity. And Stacey, I feel like you were, like, were the cool cheer. cousin, too. Like, you had all the cousins that wanted to hang out with you. And you were always with the boys. You know? Yeah, you ha- had the other older cousins that you hung out with. I was with the boys. And Yolanda was just, like, hating the world. I was with C- the world. Caesar or Christian or Fred. <laughs> or Cheetos. Yeah, I, I honestly... <laughs> I was with my Cheetos or my Polly Pockets. But I think yeah. I was, like, a loner as a kid. Maybe that's why mom gave you everything. You don't think that. No, I know no, she did. But mom, mom no, mom did. Have that you didn't mom. get along with everybody. Like, I had a big you personality. always wanted your way. Yeah. And so you would either not get your way... Or go to your room and play by yourself. And I was chill with it. But now as an adult, I do look back at it (laughs) and, like, understand, you know. But my my relationship with Dad definitely shifted once Mom got sick. I saw a whole new side of him that maybe I didn't allow myself to see before. Oh, yeah. I was, like, I have not talked about when that whole situation happened with Mom, which was missing, um, until just moving in back with Mom, we were watching... um, the Lacey Peterson story or whatever and then mom like went into like a flashback and she just started she just like was a can of worms she just started talking, talking about to, it yeah and I had like obviously I wasn't gonna like not talk, talk about talk. it but it like reopened things like I guess dad was had told her things that I did and said during that time that I I don't even remember even in that time where mom went missing, I think we didn't know what to do because we all even got through it separately. Yeah. Oh. Like, I remember coming home the, the first night to check on her and Marissa. And I did. And she was gone. And you were gone, I believe. I Oh, she had gone. She had left. What happened was Adriana happened to stay the night that night. Yeah. It was a school night. And Priscilla, I heard the call with dad. Priscilla dipped. Adriana happened to be in the bathroom in the middle of all this. And after Priscilla left, I came to the room, full anxiety attack. Adriana came out, was like on the verge of calling 911 because she didn't know what happened to me. She didn't know where Priscilla went. 
and I was like freaking out. Well, she got off the phone. You heard her talking to me or what? Who because she called no Beely. No, Dad called her. And then, and then she, she called me yeah. to come check on you and Marissa. And then by that point you came, I left. Yeah. And it was just Adrian, Marissa. And I was like, Adrian, you need to put Marissa to bed. Like, stuff's going on. Like, I remember getting that call from her. And clearly she was like, who are you with? Go outside right now. And I just remember, like, falling to the ground. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Tell me. I don't remember anything. You're like, Ness. And I was like, yeah. She's like where are you? It's like, I'm at Crystal. She's like, go somewhere where you're by yourself. So you know how Crystal is though. So she like followed me out or like watched me through her window and I just like hit the ground and I was just like, don't tell anybody. You're like, I remember mom and dad were at McDonald's and mom went missing. Dad doesn't know where she is. Go home right now. So I went home. I came here, figured out Marissa, make sure she went to bed. And then I don't even remember what I did after that. All I remember, all my mind takes me to, is it being about 3 in the morning. Dad's sitting on the couch in the dark and me and Yolanda just sitting there and we're all crying. So I finally got up because I, I didn't know what to do. And I sat next to Dad and I just like leaned my head on him and I was just like trying to comfort him. That same night. That same night, because you were still out with SB looking for mom. for mom, yeah, and we were just all sitting there hoping for mom, like for in. mom to knock on the door. And I was like, Dad, so and so's gonna go to the cemetery. Maybe she's there, like trying to My be first, a comfort yeah. to Yolanda and, and Dad in that moment. But I couldn't handle it. So the next day, I didn't come home. Like I was at my boyfriend's house, yeah. just like like he was my safe haven to be broken, yeah. and like. I was trying to be strong here, and the next night I just cried myself to sleep with him, like, I don't know where my mom is. And then I remember just going that second night, and all of us were in Westminster in the parking lot of the pawn shop, and someone was at McDonald's trying to get the footage, and we're all there, and just trying to come up with some type of solution. In the back of my head the whole time, like, all I kept thinking is my mom's hiding right now. She's She's under something, like literally the whole time. I was like, my mom's hiding, my mom's hiding, she's not missing, she's not missing. And I just remember those, like, coming, like, into my head, and that was my thought, and, like, I was on edge. Like, we went to Staples, her picture was blurry, it was copies of copies, and I went off on all the boys. I had all of them in the car with me. We went to the Staples in Fountain Valley, and I was upset, I was pissed off, and I was just going off, and then my boyfriend was like, well, what do you want to do? What do you want me to do? And I was like, I want you to get a picture that's better, and just yelling at him, and the boys were just, like, sitting in the back seat, and I clearly remember passing Mile Square, and it was, like, a cloudy day, and all of a sudden, the clouds moved, and the sun started shining, and I was just like, it's like, I feel like, like, that sun shines for my mom. And then when mom finally come home, came home, she told me, she's like, Miha, like, I remember it just being super cold and the, the sprinklers went off and then just the sun randomly came out and I wow. felt like I had to get up. That day, I came home, I think to get a change of clothes or something. I remember something. that whole morning. And I got a call and they're like, is this Vanessa Chavez? And I was like, yeah. They're like, this is so-and-so from so-and-so hospital. Uh, do you have a moment? And I was like, yeah. So, like, Yolanda's in I was in the shower. I remember I was in the shower. Someone called me saying, we think we found your mom. So I ran downstairs, and you were on the phone like, someone found mom. And you're like, you were on the phone like, like, 
breaking and yeah. then and that's when I realized oh this isn't mom yeah like, they have mom and that's the hard part of the whole process through it was so frustrating people were saying they literally they seen her so I remember I know who called me and they I was in the shower and I answered because I was like what if it's mom and they said we found her we think we found her like she's here and I remember running down the stairs towel to tell Vanessa and then I could just hear in her voice and I've never told you, but I was yeah. so angry. I was so angry. I'm like, they called Vanessa? Why did they call Vanessa first? Like, I remember being so mad. Like, of course they called Vanessa first. Like, well, it, you know. I feel like but it two was just... different things. One, how traumatic it I think the most traumatic thing for me, besides mom being missing, is the false hope. Oh. And I know the night before, too, dad got this straight off the wall story from yeah, somebody. Remember. And he was ready to go, like, live in. It was intense. Like, Ed Ball had to go with I dad remember to the make story, sure dad I barely didn't. told Priscilla about it. I think just the made-up stories was the hardest part. The sign started in November for me. And then I've always known December is a hard month for mom because of the holidays and her upbringing and stuff. So all the way up into mom going missing in March, I seen all these telltale signs. But I didn't know, you know, yeah, that yeah. it was telltale signs. Outcome until she went missing and I was like it all makes sense so I like became a safe haven for mom without you guys knowing no, yeah. what she was going through so when she went missing I'm glad she was equipped for it I'm glad she had that comfort to know she can call well I remember say, like, thinking hey, like you see, I remember you specifically saying we have to get to the hospital before dad because we knew dad was not in a point was not in a mental place for this like he yeah. would have ran in the hospital where's my wife yeah so i remember just so i was so strategic about it so i know that's why i got the call only because that i created that safe space with mom on a psychological level of like mom she knows me, when she was talking to me we were talking about it last week and she just said they asked me who they can call and she just knew like okay i know all their numbers I know Dad's number. I know Yolanda's. I know Priscilla. She's like, but I know I know Van I know Vanessa will um, handle. She'll it. know how to like call. She'll she'll know how to receive the call. She wasn't sure how you would receive. We found her. Like, what would your response? I would have fouled. Yo, right? So she knew that Vanessa had the composure. Yeah. See, in me, so, my perspective was, oh, I, see, I was telling Priscilla the whole outcome with mom was more anger for me. Mm -hmm. Mom doesn't know, but I resented her for months. I had to go to, my reason for therapy was a well, lot of mom's resentment. Missing. Like I was more like, she left me. Like I didn't process. You were handling it the way mom would handle the yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like we said, I am mom 2.0, but yeah. luckily I've had more resources, you yeah. know, where, so I couldn't grasp why they call Vanessa, you know? And then even with the night she went missing, I was more like, she'll be back tomorrow. Like, no one can know. Like, this is so embarrassing. Like, yeah. like no one can know. And then the next morning, I'm like, oh, oh my God, she's not back. Like, mm -hmm. like I was more trying to, like, living in this. I think a lot of, like, um, how you receive things is how people are going to see Exactly. You. Yeah. And I was so scared to go back to school because I was like, they're going to be like, her mom was missing. Yeah. And even the first week back in school, the office was mom's best friend. Yeah. Priscilla in the office knew her. But, um, and so when I came back to school, I remember just going straight to the office and they're like, you will to just go in the room. And I remember just crying in the office and like, I would just walk out of class and just, I remember just a first period and I just walked out. I was like, Barker, I'm just, and I remember just crying in the office. They just let me there. And then walking just like 
coping in there and I made it to accounting one day. It wasn't until like my fifth day back at school where I could finally make it classes slowly. Mm -hmm. I remember I made it to accounting and the guy was like, and you, where's your assignments? And like, um, can I talk to you after class? And he was like, and I was like, hey, I don't know if you know, but like my mom went missing and like, you know, this is my reason for being out of school. Like Mr. Nurk told me like he was going to handle my assignments. He's like, oh yeah, I know, but you need to turn those in. And I remember just being like, Oh my, like, like this is the reason I didn't tell people. Yeah. Like, people don't care. So I remember just having to really deal with that. But I did have a safe haven in the office where, luckily, mom built that. that and place that's for me. the thing, too. We had an outpouring of support, or at least you did in your school, because the who they knew mom to be. Yeah. And the way she treated them was just with, with a whole bunch of love and respect. So they your school like supported you in such a good way what brought you to that point of like screw it i don't care what anybody thinks i need to find my mom i'm gonna post this on facebook and then from there we had like an outpour of support within like hours even though it was like three in the morning people were out looking i was for more her. like why are people posting i yeah. have no idea i honestly have no rec like rudy was downstairs and mom was talking to me about it and she's like well where was rudy like i think you uh, blocked a lot out i think she's like where was rudy during this time and i looked at him i was like I don't know. Like, he says he was with me, he but I don't... with you. I remember. I don't remember him at all. Like, I think the only thing that I do remember are any thoughts that I had. I remember mm -hmm. him even staying at the house. I, I remember one night, yeah. um, Dad told him, go to the house, stay with Priscilla. But other than that, I, like, I don't even remember... I don't even remember him being with me. I get mm -hmm. it, though, because I blocked Aldair out of all of it. And I told Aldair, like, you weren't there for me. And he was like, I was there. It was yeah. just me blocking everyone out. Yeah. I, I didn't want anyone involved. I think for me, I think just because... <laughs> we got our background music, <laughs> FYI. <laughs> because I knew that I knew that it was serious. Because yeah. Because getting that call from dad, I had never... Heard of so broken or what? Yeah. Like, to the point where I was just... He's just like, Billy, I don't even know what to do. I don't know... I, I don't know where your mom's at. And just, I could hear it in his voice. And the one thing that dad said, that mom shared with me, was dad told her that I was like, gonna fight the cops. And I don't remember that. Dad told mom that they were like, um, interrogating him and like oh, making him feel me. like, yeah. Dad always mixes up, but it was me that was going to fight. I almost oh. fought two of our aunts at the hospital. No, the day at, at, oh, okay. at McDonald's. The scene. Yeah, oh, the, was there. you almost fought the cops and so did I almost fight the cops. Yeah, that he because did. you were at the interrogation, you were at the McDonald's scene like before any of us. I don't yeah. even know how I got to McDonald's. Yeah, but, but you were even there. that goes to show of how close like your yours and dad's dynamic is. Is that you, you were his first call and you were like his safe haven of not knowing what to do type of thing. Like I don't even know what day we were in, but I just remember I had to come home because I had to brush my teeth. I had to at least freshen up because I just remember being out all night i don't even remember sleeping there's one night i remember sleeping and it was here when rudy was sleeping downstairs and um and dad said like okay rudy you need to take priscilla she hasn't slept go to the house i'll be there and i remember just i didn't even sleep i was staying up because you're waiting. I was like i knew dad said he was going to be home i need to make sure he comes home but of course dad, dad never home. came home and um dad only came home the first night because of marissa thank god adriana was here dude well, I just remember, I don't know for what reason, I was home, dad came home and he walked to the door and he just like, we were in the living room, I mean we were in the kitchen downstairs by the 
by the kitchen table and I just didn't even know what to say like he did not look like dad to me I didn't even know what to say or how to comfort him but he was just breaking down and then I all I thought was like well maybe should I pray for him should like that was my thought yeah. like should I pray for him I know he needs I know he Something. needs God, yeah. And <laughs> this and, pastor needs Jesus. And, and I, I started praying for him. I was like, God, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Just help us. And and Dad just walked away. Like, it's when you're that hurt, you don't even feel. Yeah, he was just like, we need to find your mom. Uh, like he wasn't even processing anything <laughs> other than we need we to, need find, to your find your mom. mom. Yeah. And I feel like too that was the hardest part is like Dad being like the prime suspect quote-unquote and oh, people saying I hated the every single person about that. him someone called me and I was on the that's there's only like three things that I really remember and one thing is someone literally called me and they were like it was your dad your dad he's behind all of this he set this up and like uh, and maybe a question for you guys I never never doubt, in the never thought, thought dad did anything no but like to the point where maybe mom had was no longer with us anymore and like that had never been my thought i i don't ever process thinking that, that we're never gonna see her again after i this. didn't the the whole thing was we just need to find, find her my thing was just like i don't even i i was more like a, i don't know how to explain it i was more afraid of what do we look like i was embarrassed like the news cameras like i i don't think i've been processed the She'll never be here again. It was yeah. just more like, everyone's watching us. Yeah. And that was my thing. I never really processed that mom wouldn't be back or mom wasn't okay. Yeah. It was more just like, everyone's watching you. us. You. It was, I was scared You were me. worried about you. Yeah. Like, I felt, my thing was, I just felt like abandoned. Yeah. You know? And Caesar um, had came up to me and he had said something to me and it triggered me. You know? Like, he was comforting me. Yeah. Like, you know, like... I don't yeah, want to I say remember what words, he said. so it doesn't sound rude to anyone else. But he was comforting me, but it triggered me, and I was just like, oh. "That's when I realized, like, he can relate to me right now." Yeah, like, that was like my first moment of realizing, "Oh my God, my mom is in danger." Yeah, like you know, up to that point, it was yeah. more like, "Whoa, let's, let's She'll calm be back down, tomorrow. everyone." Yeah, yeah, and like, and I, yeah. So I think at that yeah, point, it was the insensitivity that was hard to process for sure. Yeah, it was, was insensitive comments and stuff like that. But when it came down to it, and even I had to get firm with an adult um, at the hospital. And you guys know, out of the three of us, I'm probably the one who the, is least. the most um, like, "Hey, that's an elder, so I'm gonna shut up" type of yeah, thing. But I had to put yeah. someone in place because they didn't respect us as a mom's kids and her family and like when I got that call my thought process was okay like that conversation with my mom I had to approach it like she Gently. was a, like a five-year-old mom I'm gonna can I do this for you I'm gonna bring you a change of clothes and I'm gonna can can I do that for you no I don't want to see anybody can I mention something I remember the moment we walked in the hospital it was like everybody knew us they were waiting yeah. for us to enter. They were, like, waiting for us like, to see, come that in. that gives me chills because I don't even you remember. Because like, me and Vanessa entered together after she got the call. The security was, like, waiting, waiting. for us. You're Mrs. Travis. All right, let's get her. Let's get these girls That's to Mrs. So, Travis. Like, they didn't need our name. That was the easiest I ever went into I a hospital. I get chills talking about it because it was, like, it was the moment of anticipation. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like, maybe, like, mom was telling me how she got there to the hospital and... I was just like, well, that that security 
had to be God sent because Mm -hmm. he said, his mom told me that he just looked at her. He knew her. And he, like, if he knew her, like, he was waiting for her to turn that corner right there. And it just, it gives me the chills that he was like, you're okay, you made it. And um, it's just weird because it's like, how, like, that had to be God. And you just know that just the person that mom is yeah and it it was really upsetting talking to mom and digging deep deep into not even deep but breaking it down like the how she got there and she finally told me that she finally had some type of interaction with people or even in the midst of it there was a kid that was skateboarding and he seen her and he said hey miss are you okay but she was still in her episode so all that came about was fear yeah. So she went into hiding. Yeah. And then she finally came out and was walking and that she asked the lady if she mm-hmm. could borrow her phone and the lady looked at her and said she didn't have a phone when mom seen it in her hand. Yeah. So then she asked somebody else and they didn't even offer to help her, but they just said, you walk straight up the street and you turn there and you get to the hospital. And that's exactly everything mom's not. She yeah. would have been like, let me take you to the hospital. Yeah, so she had to find her way there. And as soon as she walked in, like you said, the security recognized her from the news. And thank God for all the family that supported us who hit up every hospital and took her picture that he knew who she was. Yeah, that's so crazy. And I want to touch on that. Mom, I literally told, like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, like, he literally was just, like, he knew who you were. She's like, yeah. I was like, you didn't have to say, like, I'm, I, I've been missing, I had, to, you didn't have to do nothing, mom's like, no, literally, I just, I just showed up, he, he hugged me, he said, wow. you're okay, walked me to the back, the nurses knew, like, it was almost like, if it was planned, like, if they knew she was gonna come in that day, that's what mom told me, it's crazy, like, wow, that is so crazy, See, and I, I wish we could have, like, and mom, thank that mom, security guard, you know, mom says she didn't even have to give them her name, Wow. Like, they just knew. And, of course, later on, they just needed to verify everything, get phone numbers. But other than that, like... After the incident and Shan moved over there, it started hurting. It started, like, yeah. bringing flashbacks when I crossed the hospital to get to Shan's house. It would, like, traumatize yeah. me for a minute. So, shout out to Los Alamitos Hospital for if handling that well. If I could mention one thing, my shift for mom was, didn't change until that moment of seeing mom mm-hmm. so i mean we were out there for five days at least yeah so all the way up until that moment i was more like in a in a fog mm-hmm. um there was only one day though where i where i broke down and i was with gabriel and i was driving and gabriel was in my passenger seat he jumped in we left cigarette park he decided no i'm going with you like you're a mess yeah you were a hot mess and he i hated every single person um and he's like pull over we're going to whole foods first time at whole foods he made me sit down and eat pizza and that was like my first time I calmed. That was my first breaking point of like not anger, but like breathing, breathing, like and really, really like, oh my god, my mom's missing. Like you know what I mean? I'm trying to explain it, but I can't. It was my first time where I wasn't angry, mm-hmm. other than when I finally saw mom. Cause that whole yeah. point I was angry. Were you thinking like, oh, gosh, mom, look like you're putting us through all of this? Like it was like have- Marissa, like Marissa's at home, like you know. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was weird. And then hearing people's accusations, it made me more angry. I think, so once I finally got to the hospital and I saw mom was fine, I had a new transformation. But it didn't help that people were coming to the hospital with these accusations against my dad. Oh, and, and that's... And you you saw me... To get, the hospital? Yeah, I almost got down with a couple people. There was People only, were still being crazy after was mom was found? Only yeah. one person who I will apologize to, and that was Jolene. Yeah. I came at Jolene very wrongly. Because I was reacting 
Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know if she was coming at me like everyone else was, yeah. but she was coming in a safe place. Like, Thea's okay. And yeah. I wasn't ready for everyone to be part of mom's life. Yeah. And, but other mm-hmm. people were coming at us as if dad was this murderer. And, and I, I was ready to fight an aunt or three. That was the hardest part for me because coming back to the call in the state I knew my mom was in, she wasn't ready. No one had she, boundaries. She wasn't ready to have those conversations and those interactions. So I had to convince her to uh, be comfortable with us going to the hospital. So after I got that call, I knew the state mom was in. So the first call I made was to Billy. And I told her, me and Yolanda are going to the hospital. Don't they found me. mom. Don't tell anybody. Call dad in five minutes. Let me get there first. I remember that on the freeway. Yeah, let me get there first. We're on the 405. And then after I... You were with me? We were on the 405 when she called you. And then after I called you, I called family and I said, Hey, I'm not telling anybody anything. All I'm saying is relate that my mom is found. I made a call to dad's side of the family and mom's side of the family. Because I knew the state she was in. And I knew you were with SB and dad was with Edball. That was all that was supposed to yeah. know. Us three, you, SB, Dad, and Edball. Then we mm-hmm. roll up, and Thea happens to be there, and I'm livid. Like, nobody respects. I clearly said I didn't want anybody here, and um, I didn't care about their perspective. Just for the sake of mom's yeah. approach. Yeah, I didn't care about the perspective of that's my sister. I'm making sure she's okay. That's my right. I'm her daughter. I'm making sure she's okay. It's so, funny that you say that real quick because... Athea, who I love and respect, um, she came. She told me, you have to understand we're her sisters. And it made me think, like, screw you. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, they are sisters. How would that make me feel? But till this day, I still will stand on, like, that's my mom. How do you think mm-hmm. I feel? I just spent a week without the woman who raised me. Yeah, or you, you didn't know? get the call to hear how she sounded. And not to sound mean, and maybe for anyone who might hear it, but they didn't have that mom dynamic. Yeah. yeah. So they wouldn't have understood that their mom wasn't there so for them it was almost like they didn't understand how it was for us for her to all for someone who was a constant in our life exactly yes Yes. thank you for pointing that out yeah because although they didn't have they had their mom and they had some abandonment we had a constant mom who was with us through up until i was 17 at that point so for us i guess this is a battle that will never be yeah yeah exactly never really be processed but like i clearly even remember calling albino and telling him like hey i need you to come support me because this is too much and like you you were sharing off the camera like we did leave you and i feel like that was me being selfish in the sense of like wow i got this call i seen my mom in this way like once we got there um like I said, I had it was to, a new battle in itself. They had to ask me questions about mom and how to talk to her and her say sorry and just that whole experience was so traumatic. And all I like, what were your first thoughts when you finally saw mom? She smelled like a homeless. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean she can't walk? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. So her body went through a traumatic stage. So albino. My husband, my boyfriend, literally had to walk with me to take her to the restroom and stood outside the door until I was done with her and walk her back to the bed Mm -hmm. because her body was so, what, recuperating? Exhausted. From the trauma, yeah, exactly, exhausted. And I was just... Her body shut down realizing 
we yeah. can shut down now. It's time for our muscles to heal. And I honestly think this will have to, we'll be here for hours talking about it because even that there's a dynamic to it that a lot of people don't know and I still don't want I don't want to get into that but the part after she left the hospital and that whole process too and having to convince her of certain things and mm. stuff like that that like role that I took on like to bring her back to reality to bring yeah. her back to reality without you guys and being we- the one to be sent to where she like was and like I told Priscilla she didn't know about that I was can I touch on it, it I don't about know what? it's up to you I don't know if mom would well, be comfortable with that but it's something that affected me yeah for the, till this day um the night I stayed with my mom uh overnight you know SB SB was a, oh. a, a, a strong point for this yeah. family so shout out to SB but that night in the middle of the night they told me oh we have to take your mom to the psychiatric ward if they any, wanted to 5150. Yeah, in case anything ever happened, we need to have this. If she doesn't go, then next time we'll just put her without her will. Yeah. So yeah. This is a this is at will. So we took her, and I remember just even getting there, like, affected me to this day. Just, and um, me struggling with my anxiety and depression is always my fear of a psych ward. Mm-hmm. And I texted you the other day saying, mm-hmm. if anything ever happened to me, do not even do that to me. But it yeah. affected mom... We had to have doorbells. We had to have bells on our doors. Yeah. To make sure mom wouldn't leave the house. If we, because mom would wake up in the middle of the night, steal in a fog. Uh huh. And I remember, my first the, reaction was jumping up. We'd have to. We had a bell on the front door, so if mom tried to leave, we would hear her. That is so weird. I think you I never a lot knew. Out. I never knew that, but you saying that, I always remembered. Why is this stupid bell on the door? So yeah, mom coming home is a lot to dive into as well because we would have to put vacuums and chairs in oh. front of the door just in case she woke up at night to leave and she did leave a few times at night and dad would wake me up you know or let me know in the morning like hey your mom didn't sleep last night I caught her down the street type of thing and I even remember at one point I was so close to buying a tracker or jewelry thing online I remember that like, conversation yeah it was very scary and traumatic and we're lucky mom was I'm lucky mom has been very open with us about it, but them trying to 5150 her, I had to convince her out of it that, like, mom, if they do this, you're taking away our rights to help you. Like, if you tell them you are going to do that, you're basically, then we can do nothing for you. So I remember sitting there, like, in, it's such an ugly feeling, feeling in that facility, like, brushing her hair and talking to her and saying, like, Mom, like, you can go home today. Like, we're here. We're ready. You were in there? Yeah. I don't remember that. Dad's outside. Julie Ortega was outside. See, I got there and, Dad and then literally, I came home. Dad literally carried Mom to the car. I remember going in the morning, the lady being so mean, SB bringing me home because I had no car. Mm-hmm. And, and then I do remember Mom coming home, but she didn't come home with us, so that's how she came home. Yeah. I think... Man, you're right, though. Like, the whole after changed everything. I worked with, like, four of my friends, and I didn't talk to them for, like, the longest time. Yeah, so the whole, even just the whole pro- hospital process, it was, to me, my mom's finally home. I can go deal with this trauma on my own. And I remember I went to the store after, literally got some snacks, went to his house, and, like, just... I think the hospital part was the worst for me. And I think you happened to just end... I don't even know how it just happened that way. 
but I know mom wanted dad to go home to Marissa. I think I, I was at like the most peace, like, oh, mom's home. Like I was handling it very different than everyone. Cause I remember Graciela and Roberto were some of the last visitors to come in and see her. Mm -hmm. And they were telling mom, we can take Yolanda home with us. She'll be fine at our house. And me saying, oh no, no, I'm staying, I'm staying. Like really casual. And so telling Aldera to take my car to his house so I wouldn't have to pay overnight. And I remember just being super comfortable like at the hospital. I don't, you know what? Because after all the drama had happened, cousin Chino calmed me. And, mm, that's what it was. That's what put me to my edge because I was so angry with everybody by disrespecting and it's Boundaries. the orders that I gave mm -hmm. that I didn't want to be at the hospital. See, I was yeah. so upset. My boyfriend needed to take me. See, they home. took me out of the. They everyone took me out of the situation after I started going off mm -hmm. and calmed me, took me away, and then brought me back once I was at a good place. Like once you like let your fuse off, it brought you back to baseline. Yeah. But for me, I needed to leave to go back to baseline. I don't know what made you leave the hospital, but mine was being angry with everybody. Somebody got a drink from. I I don't think I'm the only person that. Wait, so you got drunk. Is so, that's why you left? Yeah. So <laughs> can't relate. So can't relate. Somewhat, um, I knew mom. I went to the. I just recall parking. Uh -huh. The next thing I remember is drama. That's all I remember is I was upset because people were there before me because you had said you didn't want anyone else there. I didn't really care to see mom because I knew everyone wanted to see her. Mm -hmm. I just wanted somebody to tell me that it was her. her. Um, when I found out that it was her, the next thing I knew is, oh, okay, I need to sleep and like, okay, she's okay now. I just, I need a, I need a minute. Somebody bought me a drink and I just remember the next thing you know, I'm sitting in the cafeteria at the hospital and I'm just laughing. I don't, I just, I just needed to like mm. let everything out. I just, I, I wouldn't say I was drunk. But You're I needed like a drink, yeah, to just, like, relax because I was so just intense and for that, all those days. And then I just remember, um, yeah, Tony, she had seen me and she was like, <laughs> Mijita? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you drink? And I was like, no, tia, actually I don't. Because at that specific time in my life, I didn't. I wasn't, but that day, I'm like, but I know... Yes, I, 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 have a, I had a drink right now. And she's like, Mia, we, we need to carry ourselves in a better manner. And she's I remember, so respectful. Yeah, I, I, that's the only, those are the only, like, things that I remember of that. And then I remember walking into the room. And um, I was just like, how am I going to see mom? And I remember seeing her, and she still had, like, stuff in her hair, like, mm -hmm. from the bushes and, like, thorns almost. Like, her hair was, was very, yeah, very tangled. Her lips were really dry. And I just remember walking in, and she was staring up mm. at the ceiling. And then I just remembered, what is the first thing that I'm going to say? Like, I didn't even know how to approach her. And I just said, hi, Mom, how are you? And, like, of course you don't think... Those are just natural yeah, words to yeah. say. But, obviously, how are you wasn't probably the right thing to say. And she started talking... And I think she said, like, they're after me. Or she said something along those lines. 
And then my next thought, I just remember just blocking everything else out because I just knew this isn't my mom. Yeah. And you saying that gave me a flashback to my initial... Moment with her. A moment with her. I walked down the hall, walked into her place, and her bed was back and her head was just up. And tears were just coming down. She's like, I'm sorry. And that makes me sad. And I was in this, like, state of speaking this tone as well, fighting back tears. And I was like, Mom, why are you sorry? Yeah. Don't be sorry. I'm glad you called me. Thank you for calling me. My sister's on her way and my dad's on her way. I don't know. I think that... I could be wrong. Knowing me, I may have had you wait in the hallway with Albina I'm to sure make sure mom is okay. I don't remember okay. seeing. I don't remember seeing mom except well, for the one moment. They probably you only argued one person. Yeah, you argued outside before we seen mom. Oh yeah, I did because so they came right you, away. So you were out with my boyfriend de-escalating is what I'm assuming. And knowing me, I had to say you guys stay outside. Because mom specifically didn't want I anybody think as we there, came up, and then convinced her to allow I you to come in. I saw someone as we came up. Oh, it's them again. Um, as we were walking up, that's when I saw someone was ready. Th- was yeah. there, and I was like, "What are they doing here?" Like, I was so mad. And your boyfriend and Eddie were yeah. the ones that called me because I was like, I couldn't comprehend like the disrespect. Yeah. Because I knew you had said, "Don't tell anyone where we're at." And it was all. It it was all. Not to discredit everybody who helped and was supporting us, but it was all with mom's state to of protect mind, her mind in mind. Yeah, because that's where my anger came from, and that's why I left the hospital. It was like I can't handle these people right now and the disrespect. They want to see her. I'm leaving. They can visit her all they want. The I'm only gone. moment I remember seeing mom, I must have blocked it all out. The only moment I remember seeing mom in the hospital room, even though I know it was there. Mm-hmm is like because i know i was there with roberto and graciela but the one i remember is being in there no no, okay so going in there and one of my aunts been like no i need to be in there with her like i need to be in there that's my sister and me being like no she's not in a good mind like she's you know she's not in a good place and um going back and forth with me for whatever reason we're back and forth and as we're walking into the room i pushed her Ooh, I was girl. I was so mad. I was like, no, one, I felt, I felt disrespected as her daughter that no one was respecting her. And I remember looking into mom's eyes and immediately feeling like, I just did that in front of my mom. Yeah, but you know what? The good thing about dad is he's always op- open to the perspective of others, and we could have easily shut down visits. But dad was selfless in the sense of thinking about everybody else. In the midst of people. In the midst of people being disrespectful and saying things. He was mindful that they all wanted to see her as well. Because the hospital could have easily shut down. No, dad could have. I could have, you know. No, I know. But through the hospital's authority. Yeah. Because, like, when I walked out, I happened to be walking out. Well, yeah, imagine you. Like, now, like, I didn't obviously think about it at that time, but. Imagine being on the opposite spectrum, you being mom. And mom was telling me the other day, she was so embarrassed when she went into the hospital. Yeah. She said, like, she knew she smelled. She knew she hadn't showered. She knew her state of mind, you know, uh, state of being at that time. And she said she was embarrassed for the nurses to even help her. Wow. And, like, 
like it really is that what mom had to deal with at that moment Mm -hmm. embarrassment like um but it's true like you didn't think maybe mom's embarrassed she doesn't want anyone to see her like that give her a day give her a day give her two days is what we are coming from i remember going back and back every time to my mom's not ready to see people and i even wrote on instagram like thank you for everyone you know helping at this time please respect our privacy i did too and i was untagging myself from any photo of my mom being missing because i was like not coping with that but my dad handled himself so properly because Mm -hmm. when after i pushed one aunt i was walking out in the hallway to go outside and another aunt was walking in with her husband and at the time, I just happened to be walking out. They were talking to the cop, and they're like, "You should talk. You should check out the husband. Like, he is abusive. He beats her. This and this." And I go, "Excuse me? Who do you think you are? I never once heard you call my mom. I don't hear you getting calls from her. I don't hear her getting calls from you because I hear her getting calls from other sisters." And I was like, "You are talking to the worst people. These people have no room in our life." I remember just like. Going, Sh- going yeah i went off on this woman and i was like and the cop could see it in my and he disregarded them immediately and i remember just being pissed and then that aunt and her husband went in and that husband had the audacity to come for dad and say things to him and my dad handled himself so properly like mm-hmm. he could have been like get the hell out of this hospital but my dad was being just sensitive to my mom yeah but he I- took a lot of he bit the bullet in and so for the ways. record none of the stuff that people were saying of my dad was true it was yeah. all false and people were just trying to i don't know but yeah that's like, i can't think of people like how they had the audacity to even say those things like even if i the slightest had the thought like oh my god maybe maybe this maybe that who am i to say yeah, these to- things the person who called me i remember i was on the freeway and I just was you tell obviously, me after, them. obviously getting random calls all the time. Oh, I think yeah. I see your mom here. I think I see your mom here. So this person, I knew them, so I answered. And she's just like, your dad, it was your dad, um, this and this. And I just remember, like, I, I think Rudy was in the car. And I remember looking at them like, you have the audacity. And I remember telling him, you, have, you want someone to listen to you? You need to call the cops. You really think that that's the issue? You need to call the cops. You Don't call me telling me things about my dad. And um, I hung up. Months later, I remember going to the store and I was with Rudy. And I see this person across the aisle. And I just it brought me back to that phone call. And she looks at me and she makes eye contact with me. And she's like, because obviously I hadn't seen her. Since Even before then. that phone call, I hadn't seen her. And so she sees me and she makes eye contact and she's like trying to say hi. And I just look at her and I don't know what look I gave her, but that smile went off her face and she's like, why are you going to act like you don't know me? And I looked at her, I don't know you anymore. And I walked away. It's like, how do you, I, I don't know how people could bounce back from yeah, such allegations. Exactly. Oh, yeah, then your dad, it wasn't your dad, huh? Well, no, duh. After that point in the hospital, that's when I, if I was ready guarded, that's when there was more of a guard than ever before. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I got married, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago? It was barely up until that point that I started talking to certain individuals. Yeah. Most definitely. We didn't know what we were getting into this. Yeah, this is the most uncensored conversation even as sisters because we even um, are pretty private about our lives in general 
feel free to let us know if you want to hear more details of her upbringing. So, um, maybe we can do an episode and have mom and dad join us. Ooh, I don't know if I'm ready for that Well, one. I can maybe do an episode with my mom and dad and interview them on their marriage dynamic. We did invite Marissa, so I don't want anybody coming out for us and saying we're shady, that we're missing her, but she said she had to shop for things online. And you so. do realize she was like in second grade at this point. Yeah. So. so she had other priorities today, and she helped with the kids, so shout out to Marissa for babysitting. Wow, I'm ready, I, or I'm not ready for you guys to hear this, but peace out. This is Hard on the Mic, brought to you by The Exchange Project, and thanks for listening in on the Chavez Tea today. Bye!